Downstage Left, a theater podcast where we talk a little, laugh a lot, and know nothing. So, uh, today, what are we going to do? Well, I think, Karen, I believe you're going to do a deep dive. Sure. Are oh you God. okay? Uh, What's uh, am I? No, just kidding. I am. Uh, oh, boy. Listen, hey. Happy New Year. Yeah, welcome to 2022, y'all. Yes. Uh, I've decided to be unprepared all year long. Uh, just kidding. What a great resolution. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, today... Uh, Lauren, we continue my quest. Here it is, a new quest. To Betsy Wolf, notice us. Betsy Wolf, notice us. Sure. We love uh, Betsy Wolf. Please do. And uh, so in that continuation, she has a million great shows, but this one is a little fresh in my mind because I just saw it in New York. Nice. Uh, we're going to nice. do Waitress today. All right, let's what, go. What do you know about Waitress? Literally, like, I not much. And I, like, don't come for me, Internet. I'm so sorry. I haven't really, like, I know Sarah Bareilles wrote the music. I respect her very much as a musician. I don't know if I really, like, have ever been a huge Sarah Bareilles fan. Not to say I don't like it when I hear it, but I've never been like, I'm going to buy all of her albums. Sure. She's a dope human being as She's well. She's great. And I, Sarah Bareilles, notice her, us. Sarah Bareilles, notice us. Um, <clears throat> every time I've heard anything of hers, I'm like, oh, it's, it's very nice. Um, but I don't know. I don't know much about the show. Okay. I know that there is pie involved, and that's, that's it. all I got. That's all you really need to know. Yeah. Uh Okay, so uh, Waitress is actually uh, based on a movie. Okay. Uh, and it was uh, <laughs> uh, from 2007. And it is, um, it's kind of a little bit of a sad thing where a lot of the plot is taken from the movie. The movie starred Carrie Russell and Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion. So uh, Carrie Russell played Jenna. Nathan Fillion played Dr. Pometer. We'll talk more about that later. Okay. Uh, and those characters. Uh, the movie was written and directed by Adrienne Shelley, and she was... This is kind of a sad, tragic time. She was an up-and-coming female filmmaker. She'd done a few other things. Waitress was great. She's in it. Um, in the movie, she plays the Dawn character. Um, and unfortunately, she was tragically murdered. Um, I mean, it's it's genuinely the saddest time of all things because they ended up releasing the movie posthumously. So she oh. did not make it. She did not live to see the movie released and have some success. That's um how, she was like what is what are the circumstances Sure she was found dead in her apartment uh I believe by her husband and uh it looked like a suicide so initially it <gasps> was ruled as a suicide um however her husband was very adamant that she was happy there was no she did not have any issues that would you know Indicate, no signs yeah, nothing yeah. that and so he made them continue to investigate and, and they discovered a footprint the footprint led to a 19-year-old construction worker. What? And basically what happened is Adrian Shelley went to say, complain about the noise. He threw a hammer at her, <gasps> hit her, and then scared that she would file a complaint against him, followed her back to her home. Um, and killed her? Yeah. Oh, my God. What a yeah. crazy person to be like, you know what? Uh, Can't he, have this complaint. Gotta kill her. He was afraid the complaint would lead to <clears throat> deportation. And so, oh allegedly, um, Shelly slapped him after he grabbed her at the apartment door, and then he retaliated by punching her in the face, knocking her to the ground where she hit her head and fell unconscious. Believing he had killed her, he said he then hanged Shelly to make it appear like a suicide. <gasps> oh, my God. Um, but her death was ruled from the neck compressions, so... So he actually killed her with the... Wow. Yeah. 
Um, wow, but then, that's terrible. In, during the trial, he gave a completely different... Uh, he gave a completely different account that he was robbing her. Um, that's weird. And, and so, yeah. I mean, listen, it's... That's off. What a what a ser- terrible, sad way to like start this episode. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's it's. Oh my god. It's 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 not great, and it's one of those tragic things where the movie's great. I, listen, if you like the if you like the musical and you didn't know it was based on a movie, go watch the movie. The movie is excellent. Yeah. And uh, she's she's a tr- she was going to be. A, it was sad. She was a tremendous filmmaker. How old who, was she? Uh, had forty. Oh my god. Uh, uh, so it was not, yeah, this is That's kind so of a, awful. I'm sorry, this is like a pretty big bummer to start on. Um, although I'm going to tell you, um, we, it will get more joyous and, and great. Okay, so can't wait for that part. Sure. Yeah. So she, that is what this musical is based on. Um, it, it's an interesting thing. Like I said, it, it was, it was done so like that. Um, the music, as you said, is by Sarah Bareilles. Um, and it debuted on Broadway in the Brooks Atkinson Theater in 2016. Um, the interesting thing about this was it was an all-female production. Oh. Uh, so, like, from the producer down, and so that was kind of a neat thing. Um. Go, girls, go. That's right. Um, it ran on Broadway in April 2016, did a U.S. national tour from 2017 to 2019, 2019 to 2020, the musical played at the Adelphi Theater in London's West End. And then just recently in September, it returned for a limited engagement at the Ethel Barrymore Theater uh, running through January. And they did some stunt casting there um, where Sarah Bareilles came back to play Jenna. Um, Jennifer Nettles played Jenna. And then right now, Sierra Renee Mm -hmm. uh, is playing Jenna in a very sort of groundbreaking African-American cast. And that's the version I saw. It was awesome. Um, with Josh Henry as, as as him in there as well, um, it also uh, you know we're gonna we're we're gonna talk about kind of the deep dive of this, but um, it, it truly the workshop had um, Jesse Mueller who would go on to play it, Kiela Kiela Settle. That's a hard name. Sure, I'm so sorry because I think I'm saying it wrong, but um, of of greatest showman fame. Okay. Um, Barrett Wilbert Reed, Christopher Fitzgerald, Andy Carl, um, so a lot of kind of people in there. Okay. And like I said, our all woman production team, Diane Paulus as director, Sarah Burles as music writer and lyricist, uh Jesse Nelson as a book adapter, and Lauren Lataro as a choreographer. So uh that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, and, that's awesome. And not something that that happens. No. Uh okay, so we're going to get into it. Here we go. Uh, and this, guys, this truly is one of my very favorite shows of all time. And uh, I encourage you to uh, to go to go see it. And it ran from Broadway 2016 to 2020 and then again the engagement. So here we go. Uh, and we'll, we'll do some trivia kind of stuff later. But the synopsis, uh, Jenna is our main character. She is a waitress and an expert pie baker. She works at Joe's Diner. We're someplace in the south. You know, um, and she uh, imagines tough situations as pie ingredients. So a lot of her and that's what they open up with, with what's inside. And it's her basically singing about it goes into opening up, which is like the diner opening. And so we meet these cast of characters. We have Jenna played by Betsy Wolf in other uh, productions later on as a replacement. But uh, we have Jenna, who is like kind of your she's like a. She's like a like an average white lady. We'll sure, say. Sure, sure. Dawn, who is kind of a nerdy, 
you can tell she may be like a little introverted, a little bit of a nerd. She's got a high pony, a high, a a high, high pony. half pony, yeah, glasses, uh, and that kind of thing. And then Becky, who I have only seen played by like strong black women, Great. who is like sassy, take no shit from anybody kind of lady, my kind of character. That's right. We also meet Cal, who is the boss, and he runs the diner. The cool thing about this production is the band is on stage. Yes. Love a good band on stage. Uh, and they interact with the people. So they're in kind of like, the costumes are modern, right? So uh-huh. like they're in like waitress costumes. Cal has on like, you know, an apron and a, you know, white shirt and a like whatever. And then all of the patrons that come in, which is your ensemble and your course, they're in like modern clothing, like yeah. jeans and like a button up with a vest or like, you know, kind of like hipster, a little bit hipster. So the band matches that. But throughout the show, they, like, set, you know, like, a cake case on it, and then they lift it off, and then one of uh, the guitar player will get down and go sit with a patron in a booth and That's all that kind fun. of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I really like that. I'm, like, jealous. Like, I've been in yeah. a band a lot of times where I would also like to, like, to Interact participate. That yeah, well, that's really cool. And the other cool thing about this choreography, and it, I think it's a you take it, you like it, you don't, you whatever, but it's all done with, like, it's synchronized with things. So, like... They hand, they hand off the sugar, and then a dancer swings by and picks it up right away and mm-hmm. then hands them a milk, and they're pouring it, and they're working with real props. So, oh. like, that is the other thing is, like, when they pour sugar, sugar's coming out into a cup. Oh, my God. It's, yeah, it's it's really, like, on its surface, it's so simplistic, but, like, when you're, you're like, damn, that's hard to do where three people are synchronized getting handed, like, a towel. And no, a that's da-da-da-da. hard. It's a, it's very very cool. So well, and it's like you can't make any mistakes because everything like if there is one thing that's missed, there's a huge domino effect. Correct. That's, that's amazing. Correct. Uh, and it's it's all clean. So Jenna kind of expresses herself through her pie. So like uh, in the song, you know, Cal's like, "What's the pie for today, Jenna?" And she's like, "Deep shit pie." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> and she goes, "Deep dish pie," because she kind of bakes her feelings through these pies and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of a fun thing. So. Um, we get through that and, uh, Joe comes in and Joe is the old owner of the diner. He's like an old cranky man and he sits down and he has like a specific, like, I want this and a tomato on its own plate, like that kind of thing. Cute. And the only person who can kind of deal with him is Jenna. Becky's like, hell no. Don's like, Mm -hmm. and so while she's talking to Joe, she gets sick and like gets nauseous and runs off. Oh. And we find out. It's because she's pregnant. We think she's pregnant. Yeah. So Becky and Dawn convince her to take a pregnancy test. A little set piece bathroom comes on Cute. with like a stall. Yeah. And they sing the negative. And it's it's so funny because it's them singing about how she doesn't want to be pregnant. And, yeah. uh, you know, they do this funny thing where um, Dawn reads the directions on the packet. And it's like, do not insert the stick in your vagina. Oh, my God. And you're like, oh, no. And so it's basically them singing. And we get to the end. <clears throat> We find out she's pregnant. Of course. Yep. Um, we find out she's pregnant, unfortunately, uh, due to a drunken night with her abusive husband, Earl. Oh, don't like that. Sure. We don't like Earl. He sounds... We, we do not like Earl. Earl comes yeah. crashing into the diner and suggests uh, maybe Jenna quit and give up her passion for baking. And she's, like, known for these pies, right? Yeah. Like, they do fresh pies all the time. She sounds famous. We also learn that it's from her mother. Like, she used to bake with her mother. Oh. Um... He takes her tips that she's earned for the day, um, and she's like, why aren't you at work? And he's like, the stupid foreman. We understand Earl is an asshole. Yeah, We understand like it. that. Yeah. Um, she decides not to tell him about the pregnancy, uh, and then has a moment and sings what baking can do, 
where she basically bakes a pie on stage. Like, she rolls the dough, she makes the dough, she puts the flour in. That's what I'm saying. Like, real ingredients real are stuff. being used. Now, here's my question. Is this, like, is it, like, 4D theater where, like, you can smell it? So, yes. In its original run and sometimes on tour, they will pump pie smells into the lobby. Get out yep. of here. That's uh, crazy cool. It's pretty cool. Um, So, we kind of learned that. Jenna goes to her OBGYN and the other and is taunted by other pregnant women. Um, taunted? But well, why? They, they sing Club Knocked Up. Oh. Because they're excited and she's like, I don't want the baby. Oh. Um, she meets Dr. Pometer, Dr. Jim Pometer, a new doctor from Connecticut. And she's like, where's my old doctor? Like, And he's like, oh, she's retiring. It's me. I'm new. I'm Connecticut. So I'm Connecticut. Jenna's Southern. Like, it takes place someplace in the South. So everyone's kind of Southern. Okay. And we kind of find out pometer is is like new and plucky and whatever and they have like a little thing pometer um adrian shelley named him because it's her two favorite baseball new york yankees um oh that's fuck cute who i can't think of now i think jeter and somebody else. somebody but we it's that's it's a combination yeah. that's how she got that name was it's a combination of those two those dudes two players. and that's, that's how neat. she got pometer. that's a really cool idea i like that um she explains she doesn't want the baby but she's gonna keep it anyway okay and he, uh, she brings with her a mermaid marshmallow pie because that's what her old doctor used to like. And she goes, well, you can have it. And Pometer's like, oh, I don't need sugar. Because he's like a Connecticut yuppie, right? Sure, Connecticut yuppie. And of course, by the end of sort of this, he takes a little bite and then he's hooked back onto sugar and it's great. Mermaid marshmallow, like what on earth is in that pie? So a fun thing is um, they created a waitress cookbook. Oh, so yeah. there is a pie cookbook. Yes, I want to know what the ingredients of the mermaid made yep. marshmallow pie are. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. Sure. Uh, we kind of go back to the diner. Uh, Joe, the old curmudgeon man, figures out that Jenna is pregnant um, and suggests she enter a local pie baking contest that has a huge prize, right? Um, so she can leave her husband. Great. Get um, out of there. He's bad. Sure. And so you're kind of like, Joe is that... He's the quintessential old man curmudgeon who's like, I don't like this, but secretly, like, supports her. Yeah, yeah. He's like, get away from <laughs> your stupid husband. He's an idiot. Yeah. Um, we cut to Don, who, again, is our nerdy sort of outcast, uh, introvert, who's trying online dating. You go, Don. You do it. But is terrified. Aw. Okay. I would so, be, too. I don't so, know. I don't know well, anything about online dating. Just, just terrified. And it's adorable because... <laughs> She sings a song when he sees me and she just does a whole thing with patrons where she like takes a sock for, you know, like it's, she goes around and they're like, what is happening? And yeah. she's like nervous about it. And just basically it's a great song that expresses like her insecurities where she's like, what if when he sees me, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't so want to see me again. Like, you know, you know what? I wonder if like, it reminds me a little bit of the song from, um, she loves me where she sings like will he like me yep. i think that's really cute it's very similar to that so we get through that jenna goes to the bus stop runs into dr pometer he he is like he's got that quintessential awkward energy right where instead of being like you're pretty he'll be like your ears look nice like wait, wait that's not what i meant like it's that kind of energy amazing and so they sing it only takes a taste because he's like you remind me of a waitress i used to know she was old <laughs> and she's like what Very he's good. like no 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 you remind me because she was nice she was nice to me that's and so Excellent. it's that kind of thing 
And so they sing the song, It Only Takes a Taste. Obviously, they got a little flirt, flirt. It happening. sounds, it's, here's the thing. I can hear the chemistry in your, like, description you. of the plot. Thank you. You're um, doing such a good job, buddy. <laughs> well, it's because I really did just see this five days ago. Yeah. Uh, so Jenna gets home in a very cool, uh, set change where the, the house comes in Ooh, and Earl comes in sets. and we find out he has been fired. <gasps> um, he braids her. And he gets physical. And it no. is a scary moment in the show because if it with good people, you are like, oh, my oh my God. Like, she's like, no, 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 no. And the way she stops him from actually, like, taking a swing is she goes, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. Yikes. And so he goes, oh. And this is like, <laughs> this is still, what an asshole. Earl makes her promise to not love the baby more than she loves him. No, hate that. That's and he, creepy and, and there's a whole it. The whole scene is him going, because that happens sometimes. Well, you promise me right now. Promise me you're going to love me more than you love that baby. No, I get out of there so fast. Sure. That baby deserves better than that well, creepy, and it's, scary but guy. Well, it's one of those things where she can't. She has no money. She has no place yeah. to go. Yeah. So it's it's this sad thing. And then he has this moment where he's like, you're all I have. And he, he kind of sure. has a turn. And he sings. He goes, remember I used to sing a song? What was that song I used to sing to you when we were in high school? And they sing a song, You Will Still Be Mine. And... It's a cool song. It's a great song, but it's like terrible because it's an abuser singing it, and she's it, it calming him. It sounds a little and... like gaslighting, yep. a little bit. Yeah, like hundred percent. Right? Like... Yep. No, a hundred percent. Um. So Jenna tells Dawn and the, 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 the Jenna tells yeah. Dawn and Becky her plan to enter the pie contest and use the winnings to leave Earl for a new life with the baby. Uh, the three waitresses see their dreams of a better life within reach, and they sing a soft place to land. Um. It's very cute because. They are also getting Dawn ready for her date. Oh, because Dawn got Dawn's like, can you can you put some makeup on me? And you know that's really it's cute. cute. I love so it. while they're doing this, and she's like, Jenna basically is making uh making a pie for her date. She's As like, you do. Hey, can you make me a pie? Can you make me your blah 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 pie? And then Becky's like doing her makeup, and then it's it's a gorgeous song with three beautiful voices that do amazing harmonies, like. It's so That's smart. That's like one of my it's favorite so things. Yeah, I love it's it. so so good. And so then when they get to the end, Dawn is like, where she's like, "Oh, you're pretty." Like, no. I'm, or she's like, "I'm pretty," and they're like, "Of course, like of course you are pretty. pretty." And so Just she kind of women goes off. building up women. Yes. More of that, please and thank you. Absolutely. That's all so, I have to say. Jenna begins to give Earl only half her earnings, hiding the other half around the house in order <gasps> to save up. Good for her. That's right. So you go, girl. Also, this whole time, every time Becky and Cal interact. He's like, maybe you can move your ass faster. And she's like, not if it was as fat as you. Like, it's, ah! like, it's like a real back and forth where you're like, God, they hate each other. Cute. More do that. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be like a flirty thing. That's right. right. Yeah. So um, Dawn has scored, and she's getting ready for a date that she scored with her online dating. Cute. Uh, okay with a C. And we find Cute. out, um, she comes in and they're like, how was your date? And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And she's like, well. And then we find out because Ogie comes in. And insist that he get to know Don better. And he's like, it was the best five minutes of my whole... Because they did a five-minute date. Aww. And he's like, it was the best. And I think we're perfect for each other. And he sings this great song called Never Ever Getting Rid of Me. And it's very funny. That's so It's fun. very, very, very... It's maybe the funniest song of the show. Um, and Augie is always played by kind of a more diminutive man, like a smaller guy. Yeah. Who is like, you know... Wah, wah. And just, it's such a funny song. And you realize, as he's being crazy... 
that they're two crazies. Like, they're two weirdos that have found each other and should, of course, be together. Oh, I love all of this. Um, And so, at first, Dawn is resistant, right? Like, he's kind of chasing around, like, when you meet my mother, like, it's going to be great. <laughs> and, but then... We met five minutes ago. Exactly. Let's meet my mom. But then they have this moment where they both realize that they enjoy American Revolution reenactments. What? Um, Dawn what? has played Betsy Ross. Uh, Ogie has played Paul Revere. Naturally. And it's adorable because that one moment of them being like, one by land, two with five seats, right? The it's, it's, it's adorable. Uh, That's and they like two realize, LARPers getting together and be like, this is it correct. for us. No, it's that, it's that for sure. That's so, so funny. They, they figure out that they are like, are like meant to be, right? That's so cute. I so, love it so much. Absolutely. So we cut to, um, Jenna, call you know has been thinking about pometer yeah. so she calls him and says you know hey i i've had some things i had some questions for you and he says well why don't you come in naturally and she's like okay she gets there at 7 a.m and she goes where is everybody he goes oh the office isn't open yet <gasps> and oh. she's like he's, she's like well why did you do that like and they kind of go back and forth back and forth then she kisses him yes yeah, she does what's up Sure. Awkward, though, because, like, she's married with a... Sure. Baby. And so is he. They are both married. Oh, shit. He's married, too. Yes. <gasps> that was um, the detail I did not know earlier. Sure. I was saving it. So, <laughs> Wikipedia says they both are married. They Though both are married, they decide to escape their frustrating lives and have sex in his office. Hell, yeah. To a song called Bad Idea. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Here's what we say. It's one of my favorite songs in the last decade. Cool. It's And it's fun, and it's them being like... It's a bad idea. We shouldn't do it. I know you're right. Take you have a husband. Off. You're my doctor. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just them singing. And we close the first act of them basically having sex in his office. Excellent. But it's all very funny. We're like, in the when Drew Gelling was playing Pometer, he played it very comedically where he like he couldn't get his coat off, like his couldn't get his white <laughs> coat off, and and is like searching around for stuff. So that's how we end. That's X1. X1. Okay. Yep. You know, that reminds me, not, not at all, but, uh, but listen, at the beginning of that scene, it reminded me of this time this morning when I went to my dentist. And, uh, oh my God, did you have sex with your dentist? No, I did not. Oh, right. Uh, no, my dentist is very nice. She's actually a parent of one of my students. Uh, oh, I'm so, like, yeah. So sorry. No, no. <laughs> no, see, here's the thing. I was going to interject with this story, and then they were like, they're having sex in his office, and I was like, oh, I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, she, the hygienist was out of town and she's like so I'm the hygienist now and she did my teeth cleaning oh. and it was like this crazy cool down to earth thing where I was, and so that's where I thought this was going and then it wasn't nope they had sex uh, um, great so I didn't do that with my dentist but she was really cool so what's up Dr. Batra thank you okay. sponsor us yeah. uh, okay <laughs> so that's intermission fine uh, we come back from intermission and Jenna uh, gets to the diner and is like getting pies out and putting pies out Great. And turns to find Becky and Cal <gasps> making out. Yeah. I knew it. I heard it. I saw it coming. That's right. Now, a thing to note about In Becky. Your voice. So, Becky has a husband. Oh. Cal's also married. What? But Becky has a husband who is like, she has to change his diapers. It sounds like he's like, oh, either physically like or, time. correct. Where okay, she okay. loves him, but, yeah. you know, there's no, that part of the marriage or Intimacy. whatever. Yeah. Yep. Understood. Um, and then... The funniest part is uh, Jenna's like, Cal's married too. And Becky goes, yeah, but she thinks, he thinks she might be a lesbian. And then <laughs> you, there's a, it's a funny moment where Jenna goes, well, well, oh, maybe. <laughs> like, it's just a very funny moment where they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Because um, we've so, all met her and we're like, I get it. Sure. Yeah. So Becky though is unashamed and Jenna's trying to be like, blah, blah, blah. But of course Becky's like, um, 
what about you? Ma'am. We're all doing Mr. it. I'm into my gynecologist. She, Hi. Exactly. She sings. Becky sings. I didn't plan it. And let me tell you, every time I've seen this show, the lady who is singing, I didn't plan it. Cause it is a belty, yeah. belty number. I love those. Kills it. And Girl. gets like standing over. Like it's crazy. Like listen to that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you belters out there get to it. It It's just a dope song. Belters. Um, this is a this is a fun scene. So Jenna and Dr. Pomander continue their affair. So do Becky and Cal and Dawn and Ogie, and they do Bad Idea Reprise, in which it's just three vignettes it? of people kind of boning on stage a little bit. What? But not obviously not real. But the funniest the funniest thing is, you know, Cal and Becky uh, Becky's like hitting his ass with the spatula. Great. Um, Pomander and Jenna are uh, like still in, you know, like she's got his lab coat on, whatever. Cute. Um, Dawn comes out in like a easy recliner chair dressed as Betsy Ross and like has a big Stop skirt. It. No, 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 get ready. Has a big skirt and you're like, okay. And then he comes out it, under it. He falls out. <laughs> like, I, like he falls back on his back, like, yo, what was up under there? That's great. And then she hops on and they can sing, they all can, they sing the song and it's very funny. But the best part, uh, at least uh, in New York when I just saw it, is the chair starts on stage left and then travels off stage right and he kind of fake paddles, like, you know, he's like My Paul Revere and stuff. And she holds up a flag. When I was in New York recently, this was the best part. She held up a pride flag. And oh, it was a, yeah. it was an American flag with all the colors with and the L- trans and LGBT, all the things. I love that. And crowd went wild. Of course. But I was like, because oh, of course. you're doing it right. You're I doing love it right. It. it was great. And I mean, not for nothing. Like, obviously, I don't know the chick playing or whatever. But, like, what a fun, good feeling moment mm-hmm. to hold that up. And, and have no. everyone support you. Yeah, I mean, and just know that's the right thing to do. Anyway, oh, so, so listeners, that's where we Love stand. it. Uh, More of that, please, and thank you. That's right. So, Jenna wonders if her affair is a mistake, uh, but uh, Dr. Pomander reassures her, and she begins writing a mental note to her baby. Um, and so this is one of those things where... She decides to kind of break it off, and he comes, and he, no, she goes to, I'm sorry, she goes to the doctors, Mm -hmm. and he's not there, because he's had to go back with his wife to Connecticut. So she gets kind of, she gets kind of like, you know, like a little bit of a a wake-up call, like, oh god, he's married, like, what are we doing? So Mm -hmm. she stops seeing him, and when he gets back, he's like, hey, I missed you, and he brings her a gold pie tin. (laughs) to like make pies like gold like solid gold well or it's engraved it's like yeah it looks it appears to be gold but or it's probably not gold it's probably whatever but it's fancy it's fancy fancy and it's like a gift that she a gift she's never gotten from anybody yeah so and then they sing a song called you matter to me because he goes i would love i would love for you to teach me how to make a pie and then in the song they make a pie this is what i'm saying it's all practical my heart well it's all practical so they legitimately make a pie they do something where he's pouring a thing of syrup what appears to be syrup she's rolling out dough and flour and stuff i'd love to know like the behind the scenes of like how what are the what are the props like me too tell me everything well and in a from that standpoint yes and then also just from like you have normal as an actor you have normal blocking and like you have to know the song you maybe have choreo but this is like you have to be Do singing like, while you're like pouring and like rolling stuff out. So yeah, it's always very impressive to me. And it's one of those things that I think non-theater people maybe take for granted when you see it because it just looks very natural. But like yeah. props are hard. Props, props are, are hard to nuts. do stuff with, yeah. let alone you're actually like putting it in the tin. Like yeah. that kind of stuff. That's anyway. crazy. Okay. Anyway. Amazing. 
Several months pass, and Don and Ogie get married. Yeah! Yeah, and it wasn't a revolutionary war-themed wedding. It was just a cute wedding. But the fun thing is that we established early on is that Augie does, Ogie does, sorry, not Augie, Ogie does um, spontaneous poems, but he's terrible at it, of course. That's so So good. So he does a spontaneous poem at their wedding and sings the song, I Love You Like a Table. And it's, here's what I'm going to tell you. It's so (laughs) dang cute, dude. It's like, it's adorable. It's adorable. I love you like a table. Yep. That's um, adorable, and I love it. Thank you. Give me more of that. Yep. Um, Jenna, while at the reception, dances with Cal and asks, you know, despite his affair, if he's truly happy. And he responds, um, happy enough. Cool. Happy enough. And so, um, yeah. And then we have mm-hmm. a moment where Joe is like, dance with me, old man Joe. So they have a dance, her and him and Jenna. And he tells her what he hopes for her and sings a song called Take It From an Old Man. Aww. It's very, very cute. Now, sweet. of course, Earl busts in Damn it, Earl. and drags her away and brings her home. And then he has discovered the money she's been hiding. <gasps> oh, damn. Correct. And he's obviously pissed. And he's like, sure. what the hell? And so she, of course, instead of telling him the truth, says it's for the baby. It's a gift for the baby. Which is not necessarily a lie. Yep. Um, because if you're saving that money to GTFO, then right. it is for the baby. Correct. That's going to um, be a bad environment. And of course, Earl takes the money. You know what? I should have saw that coming, but yep. I didn't. Takes the money, and she, of course, breaks down. And I mean, the whatever glimmer of hope she had, it's gone. Is now. gone now. Yeah. And she is what a piece of crap. stuck. And and we kind of learned through the show that her mom was also in a similar like shitty marriage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so she already grew up with it and so she is just repeating you know the past she sings she used to be mine which i have heard this song of course yeah and it's amazing this song um in a <laughs> in a similar way it's a memory uh <laughs> got some like you know got some commercial success and i think it has been sung by probably a billion people but it's a gorgeous song yeah it's beautiful. and i'm gonna tell you there are I have now seen three different people do it, and if you count some bootlegs, more than that, but um, including Betsy Wolf. But it's one of those things where uh, we were talking. We've talked in previous podcasts about I will take the emotional core over note perfect, Mm -hmm. and this is one of those songs. Yeah, and except for you, kind of can't because you got to hit some crazy ass note at the end. But it's 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 a devastating song. It it truly is like devastating where. She's kind of talking about herself and how she lost herself and how it's gone. And, she, yeah. and she's kind of stuck. Um, it's, it's super sad. I, like, I can hear the melody in my head yep. and I'm like, oh, God. Um, my, my feelings can't feel it. No. It's tough. Um, she, we end this song. She goes into labor. and um, That I didn't know. All right. Continue. Well, this is, man, Wikipedia really jumps the gun spoiler-wise, so I won't. But um, she goes into labor, and we had learned previously that Joe was having, like, a surgery on his liver or something. So he gets in there, and he wheels himself into her room while she's in labor. So he's in in the hospital for liver surgery. Some kind of surgery. And and she is in the hospital, sorry, (laughs) hospital to give birth. Yes. And they're not together, and then he wheels his ass in there. Like, he finds her. I'm girl. Okay, Kurt. great. No, 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 no. Joe. Joe. Bro, Joe. Which one is Joe? Joe's the old man. Got it. Okay, I'm sure. back. Sure, you're back. I'm back. So Sorry, there's Joe, a lot of names that I don't okay. know. It's okay. Joe the old man 
comes and finds her and is like, uh, you're in labor. I'm getting my surgery. We'll see you when you get out. Sure. Hands her a card and she goes to open. He goes, no, no, no. Don't open that yet. Wait until after. Oh my gosh, there's money in it. Wait until I leave because bye. So he heals him. Also, he's an a- Joe is an asshole to Earl in the best possible way. Right. Where, he, where he's like, you dumbass. It's great. Good. Because um, someone needs to put Earl in his place because Earl is a piece of poop. Correct. Uh, in the world's most awkward moment dr pometer's wife comes in who is also an OBGYN in her residency at the hospital she comes in they went back to connecticut no just briefly and then he came for like an emergency it was an emergency went back home for a minute okay got it right because he came back and sang the song with her and brought her the gold pie plate right 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 right. okay okay so she comes in it's super awkward uh the through line to this is that his nurse that has been with him at like the private practice who's now you know up at the hospital no 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 but she knows what's going on and and sees the wife sees pometer sees jenna laughs 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 and exits (laughs) so that's my new dream role sure (laughs) she gets a real no the nurse part is a real sassy time love it um so uh basically kick everybody out she has the baby and then it's this great thing of she it's like staging wise where it's like everyone disappears. It's her. Mm-hmm. She has the baby. And in that moment, we see like, uh oh, she loves the baby. And so then it yeah. kind of lights all the lights come back up. And Earl is like, remember, you promised to love me more than that baby. Don't forget. Oh, I hate and this. she immediately goes, get out. I'm leaving you. We're getting a divorce. Get the hell away from me. Good for her. Yep. Um, and so she, he reacts poorly, um, but she, she tells him and it's like, it's this like, I can't describe like the feeling of it, but she's like, he's like, you can't, I'm not going to, and she goes, if you ever come near me or my baby, I will kill you. Like, good. And, and he's like, well, yeah. he leaves. Sure. So murder threats are always a good choice uh, yep. in this situation. And so, uh, so he leaves, um, and then. Um, Becky and Dawn come in and she goes, meet your godmother, your Aww. Aunt Becky. You know, it's it's adorable. Oh, I love it. I just got like little prickles in my eyeballs. Yes. Like, that's well, so cute. Well, you're ready. And oh, then, no, I'm not ready. So, and then Ogie comes in and is like, hi. And, and he goes, you can stay with me and Dawn until you get on your feet. And then he goes, but I have double parked i have to go and he and he and, and he hugs everybody and he, the best part is he hugs and he's like i'm happy kiss 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 and then he turns and pometer's there and he goes hugs pometer and, and off he goes so it's very cute so like a little shrug like sure exactly you too. uh and so then becky ushers dawn out where dawn's like i'm good and becky's like come on dawn let's go Aww. and so they usher out so pometer and jenna have this moment alone and he goes to kiss her and she stops him yeah and she says to him uh, I mean, this is like the power of having this kid for her. And she says she doesn't want to remain happy enough. She wants more. Good so they her. end the affair completely. Good. But Living they have this life. cute exchange where they both thank each other for like being in their lives and the, the happiness they did bring to each other in that time. And she tells him, she goes, well, I didn't have time to make you a pie and it's from the vending machine. But here. And she tosses him a moon pie cute oh that's very cute and that's like a very like south thing to have is like a moon pie absolutely love that and she sings uh, a song called everything changes and it's i mean it's what it's called everything changes she's talking about the baby has changed got it yeah um we get to sort of uh the hospital pulls away and she's kind of in the dark with the you know diner in the background in the dark she opens the note and we find out we don't hear it or see it um joe has died (gasps) oh no 
and left her the diner. See? I knew there was money in there. Yeah. I knew it. I called so, it. It's awesome because then we go back to sort of the beginning and that's the that's the opening up. It's that same yeah. it's the finale reprise. And there's a stack of pie boxes and Ogie's counting and all of a sudden the boxes part and there's a little girl. And it's oh, always played. So no. what's cool the one we saw in New York recently, three years old, like such a oh, tiny little baby, I love it. but like adorable. So then, um, it's Cal also interacting with her. So the, the big gruff dummy is like, hey, little lady, what are we doing? And, um, we find out, you know, she's counting pies and Ogie's like, okay, how, we, how many is that little Lulu? And she's like, a lot of pies. Oh. The cool part is when it's on tour, they pull kids locally to play that part. Heck yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So, uh, because obviously, a small like four-year-old not going on national tour i mean why why just kidding so it's <laughs> but it's really cute and then like Aww. ogie lifts her down and then jenna dawn and uh becky come out but they're in like cool waitress like aprons that are fun and not their like shitty blue uniform oh and then uh we've seen the whole show has joe's pie diner yeah. like a big sign that neon sign that comes down and in the end it comes down and says lulu's pie Right. Nice. She named it after her daughter. So Aww. it's it's one of those shows where uh do I cry every time I see it? Yes. yes I'm of crying course. and you're just telling me sure. the story. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna tell you Oh so, my god. We were talking about this before. I just saw it in New York. I was angered because people sat in front of us that truly did mm. not appreciate the amazingness of this show. And when we got to the end, the guy goes, Ugh, kind of a cliche ending. No. And it's like, what happened in your life that you are such a terrible person? Who um, hurt you? Did I try to fight him? Uh, I think Julia stopped you from doing that. Sure. Uh, um, you, were, you probably would have, had you been alone. Oh, if maybe I'd been you alone. Would, you would have had oh, some words with that man. Or if I'd been with you. Uh, we potentially <laughs> would have fought him. Listen, I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. Thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, but here's here's why this musical is is genuinely one of my favorite musicals. And... Music-wise, which is how I tend to go at musicals first, is always music-wise. You do, yeah. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite scores. The music is so good and so smart, uh, I think, in a way that just seamlessly flows. There's no song that stands out that you're like, well, why? It's it's <laughs> just so good. So that's, you know, credit to kind of the genius of Sarah Bareilles and working this. And really understanding the source material yeah she is an understanding yeah. yeah well and understanding what the movie meant and what the movie was about and the heart of the movie so i i really feel like her music kind of captures that that whole feeling from adrian shelley's like original piece uh the other thing too is you can't help but leave like feeling uplifted i would say it feels like a feel-good kind yes. of story where this girl, you know, kind of had adversity. Started but like, from the bottom. Now we hear. Yeah. That's right. So, and you just, just like and it's such a happy, it's just such a happy ending where you're like, and here's the thing. That dude in front of me was right. It is cliche. But in like the best it's a possible good way. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I feel so good. I, this is, we gotta, we gotta follow our dreams. Yeah. Like that's what you feel like. What so a anyway. weird twist if like everyone died at the end. Like, dude, what do you want? Sure. Like, like the cliche ending would have been her, I don't know. Like it would have. Stupid, stupid man. 
uh, <laughs> we're still mad at his misogyny. It's fine because he also said some weird stuff like, oh, I think the moral said, of the story yeah, is and appreciate machine, your husband. He stood up and he's like, well, you know, the moral is to appreciate your husband when you have a good husband. No, and I want to be like, the moral, the moral of the story is to leave shitty husbands. Yeah, the moral of the story is you can survive on your own without a husband and it's okay. Um, so. Says the married person. I'm sure. I'm saying, fine. Okay. Listen, here, hey, here's the thing. Stuff out, I'm not with it. my husband just so I can survive. Like, if I were, if I were alone, like, it would be different, but it would be okay. Heads um, up, my Alan. husband's a great guy. It's fine. Heads up. Nah, he's so, all right. Uh, the cool thing about this show, uh, music-wise, I love the band, and it's a small, it's a five-person band. Keyboard, yeah. piano, cello, guitar, bass, and drums. Sorry, that's nice. Six, I think. But um, uh, the other hard. thing is, um, it's very fun. Uh, Sarah Burles, the pre-show message is her singing, turn off your phone. Yeah. Uh, and it's a very, <laughs> and she's like, nobody likes you when your phone is on. It's great. Ma'am, um, let me tell you, I went to see Spider-Man yesterday yeah. and that happened where some asshole had their phone like in front of me, sure. phone out. And I was like, you could have at least dimmed the brightness a little bit. It was full bright. Anyway, I was, I was really, um, mad. I'm going to tell you, oh no. Uh, sorry, sorry. Something just happened to my Wikipedia. Sure, Wikipedia. Um, I'm gonna tell you, uh, go see this. If you, if it comes to your town, if it comes to your if town, you go to New York, if it's touring, like get I'm on it. it, go see it, guys, because it is like genuinely one of my favorite shows, uh, and I don't recommend it lightly. Um, Betsy Wolf, notice po- us was in uh did did a replacement and was in uh from June 13th, 2017 through January 9th, 2018. Um, she had a nice run. Uh, my favorite thing about Betsy Wolf is there are, and Jesse Mueller originated the role of Tony Award winning Jesse Mueller. We love Jesse Mueller. Um, is she Tony? I think she's Tony Award winning. But the cool thing is, um, Betsy Wolf does these cool little vocal runs that are not from the original, that I'm sure not written. I love that are my favorite things, especially in bad ideas. She's got a little run. She's got a little. She's got a little rift in there. A riff in there that I just every time Her I hear musical it, I'm, I'm choices very are just like really cool. Sometimes, like Absolutely. I, I like what she does a lot of the time, no. and it's 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 interesting to hear her versus other people because you're like, ma'am, you're just so good, and how yeah. dare you? Um, and she's like a good Jenna. The the <laughs> you know what? In like all musicals, the Jenna character is weirdly like the most boring because the fun one is sassy Becky or sassy like Becky. weird Dawn, right? I love Dawn, it, man. She's not, or the nurse who just does right. the thing and who, leaves she, away. Sure, <laughs> she's very funny. So there's like it's it, Jenna's like a weird tough thing where she's the main character, but like maybe the least exciting. You know, it is. It's hard to be be the protagonist sometimes yep. because your your story is the story that drives yep. the plot, but like all of the interjective well, stuff is more exciting. And so. what I was going to say was, but in this way, and why I like this musical, is they still give Jenna stuff to do. Mm-hmm. She still gets to say quippy things that are funny and you know, have some of those moments where she's not just like, oh, I'm sad all the time. Angsty, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really great. So uh, just some notable type things here, but Jesse Mueller uh, originated uh, the role for uh, in the original cast. Um, Desi Oakley did the U.S. tour. That's who I saw. Catherine McPhee did the West End production. Oh, interesting. Yep. Drew Gelling originated um, uh, Dr. Jim Pometer, but other people have played him. Uh, Joey McIntyre. Uh, no, that might be wrong. Sorry. Jason Mraz. What? Um, right now, Josh Henry... Uh, notable Jenna's Sarah Bareilles also got to play her, which is kind of an which amazing is like, time. Holy cow! I wish her I had Broadway seen it. debut. Yeah, Betsy Wolf. Betsy Wolf. Um, Shoshana Bean. 
Jordan Sparks, you Jennifer Nettles, and as I said, Sierra Renee right now. Um, Wait, Jordan Sparks? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's cool. Jason Mraz. I want to oh. know how she did. Oh, friends, I was right. Joey McIntyre did play Dr. Pometer. I am redeemed. You're killing um, it, bud. Jeremy Jordan, Gavin Creel, also oh, all played Dr. Pometer. Um, Earl has been played by Will Spence- Will Swenson and Joe Tippett, which cool. is very fun. Da- Notable Dawns, Jenna Ushkowitz Ush- from Glee fame. Yeah. And Colleen- Wait, she was Quinn, right? No, no, no. No, she was, no, she was, she was um, well, what's her name? Tina. Tina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I then Colleen her. Ballinger of YouTube and Miranda Sings fame also played. Get out of here. That's right. I know she has like an actual good voice. She does, yeah. Uh, which is adorable. Um, But what a good kudos to her. And then the most character. notable Becky potentially is Kayla Settle, who as she played the bearded lady in The Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. She okay. freaking good night. Her See voice. you later. Yeah. Um, she is down. the one on the recording for sure, um, and she has done cool, cool things. Um, Ogie, also played by Tatra Call at some point. Okay. Joe, old man Joe. Um, Al Roker? I'm sorry, what? Sure. June Squibb also, uh, I believe Oscar winning June Squibb. Cool. All right. I'm I'm back, I think. Al Roker threw me for, threw me for a minute. I'm okay. Sure. So... Uh, and on the West End, uh, YouTuber Joe Sugg played Ogie at one point. Joe Sugg? Sure, Zoe Sugg. Zoella? No, I get it. Young I just people. wasn't ready for get it. Get out there. Okay. Um, okay. This would be nominated for a billion things yeah. uh, and would win uh, Christopher Fitzgerald, who originated Ogie, who right now is in company and also very funny in Ooh, company. Am I going to see him next month if it doesn't close? Potentially. Yes. Uh, won the Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Featured Actor in a Musical. Yeah. It was nominated Tony Awards, Best Musical, Best Original Score, Best Performance in a Leading Actress, and Best Performance by a Featured Actor. This was the year that Hamilton was also nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So What's up? They did not win anything. They did not. But I'm going to tell you, in a year in which Hamilton doesn't exist, I think they win it all. I don't disagree with that. I think, especially knowing knowing how you have to be to, in order to like carry out the plot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with all those things. Especially um, those people are just like, dope. Sure. Um, so, like I said, in a world in which Hamilton's not winning everything. Well, I Here's think the, they win stuff. Mad respect to Hamilton. It's excellent. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, hard to go up against it. Because you did say 2016, and I was like, oh. Because I knew yeah. that was the Hamilton year. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah it did. Um, let's see. Um, do, do, do. Sure, Al Roker. Um, I, I am not, like, over it yet. Al sure, Roker. we're just talking about that. So I, I, I want a video. Like, some, if your, I want to boot, like, Al Roker, I want to see it. Sure. To your question... To help immerse audiences, real pies are warming as they enter the theater. That's Creating wild. the aroma of a pie shop. Slices of pie are for sale. I wondered about that, too, because here's the thing. I did see a production when I was, like, a youth. Yep. I saw a production of Pump Boys and Dinettes, where they also sold pie yep. at intermission. And they just were, like, giving out mints in character to people. Listen. And it was very cute. If I ever do this show, we'd be putting pies we're up in, that, doing in pies. the lobby. Yeah. Um, some notable, more cast changes. Nick Cordero took over the role of Earl and Kamiko Glenn was Dawn for a hot second. Hmm, so okay. that was kind of a cool thing. Uh, in I think the original, um, let's see. Um, this is also my favorite thing. Guys, find this bootleg. So during preview performances, some sort of mechanical thing happened where like pieces moving got stuck. So they had to reset the show. Sarah Bareilles happened to be there. So she came out during that shutdown and said, I'll sing. 
And what? she's saying, I believe she's saying part of your world, but then saying like, a cut song. Like, part of your world? I believe so. Okay. Um, but then saying a cut song from the show called Down at the Diner. Friends, find the bootleg. It is one of my favorite melodies of all time. Oh, my And goodness. I catch myself humming Down at the Diner to myself all the time. That's crazy. In a way where I'm so sad it didn't make the show. Yeah. And the funniest thing is she forgets the lyrics a little bit, and then all of a sudden you can hear Kale set up and other people behind the curtain oh, singing damn. it. Oh, damn. No, no, no. And she just takes the microphone and holds it up to the curtain as oh, they sing. It's very funny. That's really um, cool. And I got sad because she released an album of unreleased songs that got cut from the show, Wasn't and it's not on there. there. What? But why? I don't know. Oh, it makes God. me sad. Sarah, um, listen, we have to have a conversation. Sure. Um, we talked about the all-female stuff. Stuff, it's i mean yeah oh, i love it in, in a place where i hope we get to a place where we're not excited or shocked that it's an all-female production staff right um it ran 33 previews 1544 regular performances um and i think i think this was a casualty i think of this was pandemic. a casualty of covid yeah yeah well yeah because it, it shut down in 2020 which yep. would make sense january yeah. of 2020 so yep. that's, that's and, and then it came it. back for that limited run well because um, we have to remember too like covid didn't get really bad until march yep. here but like yep. in new york it was bad in january yep. so yeah that makes a lot of sense um it's still on tour right now uh i mean listen i i cannot say enough things about it and uh i mean we're we're using this as a notice us betsy wolf vehicle but betsy wolf She's, dude, she's dope in it. Um, you can find, if you go on YouTube, she did, I think, a backstage diary for it for, like, Broadway.com. Love so it. So she talks about that, so go look at that. Um, check it out. I think the bootleg of her in it has been taken down, so. Damn. Hit me up, I got it. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it's one of those things, though, where. Don't advertise. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, law enforcement, please don't come for We're me. We're okay. We're nice people. Um, No, I. It, it's just, it's, here's the thing. Do yourself a favor. Go see the movie. The movie that it's based on is also awesome. What and year was the movie? Like- 2006. Okay. It filmed 2006, released 2007. Okay. Um, Nathan Fillion's in it. Carrie Russell. All people who are, like, relevant today, kind of. So, Can we stream it anywhere? Do you know? That I do not know. No. Uh, I have it on DVD if you would like to borrow it. Yeah, I would like to watch that. Um, but listen, the music is awesome. And the cool thing is there's two different thing, two different releases. There's the original Broadway cast soundtrack. And then Sarah Bareilles released her singing all the songs. Mm. So, yeah. um, and if you search YouTube, she does a in concert and does all the songs in concert live. Heck yeah! It's listen. While we were walking around New York last week, did I hope that we would just bump into Sarah Bareilles? Yeah, I really <laughs> did. It did not happen, but I was hopeful because if we did, I'd be like, I love your music that like from the before times. But you killed it man like i don't in a way where i would love for her to write another musical but also maybe not because this one is so good yeah i would hate for her to write another one you mean like andrew lloyd weber wrote cats you don't like want andrew that. lloyd weber wrote love never die you- <laughs> yeah love never die he's like so this is like the phantom of the opera and then like the next yes, thing is love never dies. here's the thing i don't think she would do a terrible job i think no, she would write another awesome right. show however well, you mentioned However. in the in the cats episode like law of percentages, which I think is like valid. And so, yeah. like the more you create, the more like sometimes some of it is crap. Yeah, dude, which is fine. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's one of the shows that it's just it's great. It's just great. I can't. I mean, I genuinely, obviously, if you've been listening this long, you hear me gushing about it. I You're I allowed, can't. Bud. I cannot say enough about it. Where it's it's just a cool, cool little show, and you know if. 
if you're also somebody who's like, musical theater, I don't want to hear someone like tap dancing, boop blopping. This 42nd is 42nd Street, not for you. Correct. <laughs> like chorus line. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. It's, this is like almost the anti, like it's the anti musical yeah. in that way because she comes from kind of pop roots, although she comes from a theater background too. Um, so in that way, the music is, like I said, I named the band. It's not a band full of no. strings and, you know, whatever. It's it's a, it's a pop rock band. So I would say it, because it's based on a movie, too, it feels like it's probably more like it's it, it probably feels more like a movie than a musical. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, and also it's based on a great movie. So, yeah. like, it's one of those things where the source material was very good. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to do too much to it to be like, how do we make this work? It wasn't like Xanadu. Here's the thing. I also love Xanadu. Yeah, so don't that's worry a callback, about it. But, everybody. But, yeah, they had to retool the musical a ton. Yeah. So this one is pretty close. It stays pretty close to what happens in the movie. Um, it's just with, like, Fun, great songs by Sarah Bareilles. Which, sure. like, how can you go wrong? Sure. So, uh, if we had to rate this show with pies, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, zero pies being worst show ever. Five pies being uh, I own a diner and I love it. Oh, I don't own a diner. Well, what 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 what's your pie ratio? But like, it's not, I mean, here's the thing. I've never seen it, but I've heard some of the music. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, based on your your description and your gushing about it. I trust your judgment wholeheartedly, Thank to you. be honest, because it's, it's well, very strong and sound. Here's the thing. You don't always have to, but in this case... No, no, I, I, I do. I think most of the time, like, we agree on most things yeah. uh, musical theater related. So, yeah. I mean, I get it, like, like 4.75, 5 pies. Like, I, yeah. I'm into it. I'd I'm, like to go see it. I'm going to tell you, we should, when it comes through Michigan. It's yeah. coming through Michigan soon. Um, Let's go. 5 pies for me, guys. 6 <laughs> pies, really, in which I've, like, snuck a slice. Oh, sure. Uh, you stole a slice from I, someone else's pie. I punched you out and took one of your pies. Fine. Listen, it's, like I said, if you have, if you are privileged enough to have the opportunity and the means to go see these types of things, yeah. uh, I highly suggest doing it in a way where I don't think this show will ever get the same kind of hype that like Wicked or Hamilton or like kind of those shows got that hype, but it is a feel good, awesome music always i think well acted show Mm -hmm. that will make you laugh it will make you cry and you will feel great when you leave the theater and i can't i can't give it any higher praise than that awesome uh sounds super fun i'm ready man all right well lauren i think we did it no it does listen in a way (laughs) where like i'm not a crier all that often like i i like can get a little sentimental and weepy but Every time, and here's the thing: I know what's coming. Always. I know that old man is about to die and leave his diner to her. It's <sighs> every time. It's okay. I know she's about to kick her shitty husband to the curb. We all have. And I still am like, oh, 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 here we go. <laughs> so every uh, time, it ha- we all have those. It's I okay. Know. I inside out every time. It's fine. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I would say, yeah. So go see it. Um, I think we did it. We did it. Guys, uh, exit stage left, pursued by the aroma of a pie.